Welcome to Cabin Minute Cast. The scenario has been chosen. The ritual has begun. We are ready to appease the old gods one Buckner filled minute <laughs> at a time. I'm Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. Greetings, and I'm Molly Balin of LittleRedMark.com. And in today's episode, we are covering Minute 47 of the movie The Cabin in the Woods. And in this minute, Kurt comes back to the cabin with some very, very bad news. Yes. yes. True that. Yes. <laughs> it's going to get awkward. So at the beginning of this minute, and we spoke about this a little bit last minute, but uh, Marty's dialogue was cut off at the very tippy tippy end of that and he is looking up at the sky and it's like i thought there'd be star and then at the end which is the beginning of this it's stars so starts out with an s and he's looking very contemplatively up at the sky and he kind of shakes it off a little bit and he he's like we are abandoned and i believe heidi you did a little bit of research about what that line might mean Yes, so there's a quote from Sartre, or Sartre, or Sartre, as you may say it, as a French philosopher name, Sartre. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that quote is, we are abandoned in the world, in the sense that we find ourselves suddenly alone and without help. Mm. Man is condemned to be free. Because once thrown into the world, he is responsible for everything he does. So that's a very Sartre kind of thing to say, right? Mm -hmm. But it seems like Marty would be a philosophy major type. And I don't know about you, but I dated a philosophy major and he would always saying weird shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I married one. So <laughs> yes, yes. The boo has his undergrad in philosophy. So that's why... Before we started this, I was like, God, I want to say I know how to pronounce the name. So I ran downstairs to ask him. And then his answer was, it cannot be properly pronounced by an American tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to work at this cafe and we served croissants. And um, <laughs> I remember that a friend of mine that was up at the counter and she was saying, oh, I want to introduce you to my friend. She's visiting from France. And I knew that moments later, I was going to have to call out someone's order that included a croissant. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> great, I got to say this. So I think I just said, hey, your croissant is ready. <laughs> just to like go in completely in the opposite direction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's tough. That is tough. Well, you know, we are we are here in the good old US of A. And as much as uh, it would be good to be able to pronounce these things correctly, we are American and speak with American accents and it comes out as croissant. And that's how we're used to saying it. So kind of is what it is. <laughs> but one word that is easy to say is abandoned. Yes. We are abandoned yeah. in the world. Yeah, I think looking up into the stars and seeing that they are not there would leave you to feel maybe like you're all alone, condemned to be free. Mm. <laughs> I guess it depends on your POV. Like, I like the fact that I am free to think and do as I will. But mm. yeah, he looks not so happy to be free and abandoned where he's at. He looks, like you said, contemplative. 
contemplate. <laughs> it's hard to say. Kind of is. Yeah, it is. You gotta, you gotta throttle that. Contemplative, contemplative, contemplative. Yes, it's hard to bridge that gap from contemplating to contempt, contemplative. Yeah. <laughs> Constipated and contemplative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're right. In this minute, you can really tell he's zipping up the old jeans. Yes. Yeah. So this is actually the the him taking a pee 10 feet from the door, which we spoke a bit about, or I spoke a bit about last minute. So yeah, mm-hmm. I to, to take a step back briefly, I always found this to be a strange line in that mm. he seems grave and possessed by tension and, and seeing something that can't be really seen here in this moment The you know, we are abandoned and, and it's, and maybe that's because he's the fool. And so he sees farther than most men, or it could be that he's just got a full bladder and he's high. I don't know, but mm-hmm. it always, I, I always felt like I wanted something just a little bit more intelligible, you mm. know? It, it was still, I think, intellectually a little bit of a stretch. Now, your context with the French philosophy is helpful, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know how you feel about that. I'm, I'm kind of sharing my sense of it. I, I wish it was, it, it was a line that always never hit me quite right, is what I'm saying. Mm. I think it hit me in a way that there were more layers and I didn't have to have more layers like that it was kind of fine to be something that was layered but it's something that uh, also it's like stoner stoner wisdom you know like you're mm. you're smoking pot you're taking a whiz because it's like second nature to do so mm-hmm. you know it's just like oh my body's telling me i got to pee and look there are no stars and this is the kind of thing that would come out of my mind it's totally Mm -hmm. the guy that i dated that was a philosophy major was also a big pothead and this seems like i could just put him in this like i could put his face right here and it would make total (laughs) sense i i I wasn't left wanting more i thought this was this is a nice little window into Mm. a moment with marty Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. gotcha gotcha cool so yeah, bladderful, high, contemplative, feeling abandoned, and he's he's just enjoying a nice piss in the moonlight until something in the uh, right part of the screen is, is kind of catching the light a little bit. So it's it is amazing. I think yes, I, I love how this happens. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just I'm looking at it right now, and I just love how quickly this little moment gets our patience Buckner, like you said, light on her, the way she's moving. You can tell she's like coming down something, you know, like it's not a total straight line. Like she might be stepping down a few steps <laughs> of, um, of the dirt, you know, like a little hill or something. Mm-hmm. And then like the moonlight, I guess, is what's on her. How do you take this? I love this so much. It's on her. She is like on his shoulder, too, Mm -hmm. like where she is almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what's kind of interesting is that it's it's she's kind of zigging and zagging out of frame. And so she like kind of goes behind him at one point. And this is. This is that a horror trope in and of itself of that us with this privileged view to see that there's something dangerous behind him. And and I just hear the Jaws 
theme in my head mm-hmm. when I see like Dana, 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 you know, that it's ramping up, that there's there's a threat behind him. We can see it and we're scared for him because he's vulnerable. He's peeing and, he, right. and there's a zombie behind him that's like getting ready to like move and like roll up on him. But it's so well done. The anxiety production is so well done. Yeah. And he even looks around, like around behind him. But at that point, she's in the dark. So yeah, you could be going like, dude, dude, she's right behind you. You know, if you're like, (laughs) oh, my God, dude, she's right behind you. Oh, my God, you know, and then and that leads us to a great moment of another really effective jump scare that's truly bridging what has been happening with Jules and Kurt Mm -hmm. with the calmness of the cabin Mm -hmm. where kurt runs up and rams right into him oh yeah he like he smacks into marty hard and marty like kind of does a man scream in the moment Mm because he's you know he's just having a quiet moment to himself and then he gets told to like fucking run without any kind of context about what's happening and of of course kurt looks messed up i mean and, and to go back to a previous minute we were talking about him taking a trowel in the back but he's still moving around and kind of doing i mean he got like significantly injured by that although we really can't i mean we can see the blood but i would think that this is again the suspension of disbelief that a normal person who would take a trowel to the back would probably be maybe not really running per se but maybe that's a lot of adrenaline too who knows but yeah he's he's messed up He's not, he's not super healthy. So yeah, poor Marty just kind of has to be like, oh, wow, dude, something really, really bad happened. I'm just gonna, you know, okay, we'll, we'll take this on faith until, of course, Kurt runs up and clotheslines patients on the way to the door. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, which does, I mean, I remember thinking like, oh, shit, you know, like, (laughs) it's exciting, you know, you're seeing him ram into her, like you said, clothesliner with his arm, you know, it kind of looks like a football move. It does. Yes. Yeah, totally does. And she flips. She flips. I just paused it and her feet are, she's totally vertical. Like her feet are up in the air. Yeah, she's she's on wires. They wired her for it. That is awesome. Yeah. The other thing that was interesting is that they had to green screen her arm out. So when you look at mm-hmm. the, the making of her, her arm and her hand is, is covered in like that, you know, neon green paint. Right. Yeah. It's super exciting. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And scary. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's good. Like they were trying to set up the scene and they were setting up Jodell, you know, on the ground where after she gets knocked down, there's that shot where she's kind of writhing because she's a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, disoriented because she's on the ground. And she did that as a, a rehearsal, you know, for the guys. And like the guys who were like helping her out with it were like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it's good with the crew's like, oh, God, yes, do that. Do that. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, she does a great job. She really does. Yeah. Yeah. She's excellent. So, yeah. So Jodell is on the ground, a.k.a. Patience Bugger, <laughs> a.k.a. What's she in the sh- Dark Matter 5? Five. Is that her name? Yeah, she's five. Yep. She and the guys are looking back at her and then kind of running in at this or at least Marty's kind of looking at her like, what the hell? And yeah, he gets a, that moonlight view of her on the ground looking real creepy and holding like her tool which what is that it's an axe isn't it it's an like a, isn't it a little axe hard to tell here 
Or is it a knife? I'm going to take another quick look because to me it looks like a knife. Maybe it is a knife. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to tell because it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh no, it is a little axe. It's like a little personal size axe. (laughs) That's totally what it is. That's what I want for Christmas. I want a personal size axe. (laughs) Stocking stuffer, everybody. Yeah. Just right. Just a starter axe. Yeah, just a just a tiny lady personal axe. Yeah. So she's kind of flailing that towards them a bit from the ground. And then Kurt like stumbles into the cabin. Marty's right behind him. And we get a uh, Holden does his Riker jump over the couch. <laughs> There's a lot of jumping over that goddamn couch. There really I never is. would have guessed, noticed that before. Yeah, these and... guys are just launching themselves. That's that's just <laughs> youth and vigor right there. Launching yourself <laughs> off of the jumping right over the furniture. <laughs> yeah, and then they're kind of taking it all in. Like Kurt's freaked out. I think this is this is a great great action scene here. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, Kurt says dead bitch to patients on the way in. <laughs> I thought that was good. I yeah, I think that's great and, you know, understandable given the trauma yeah. he's received. Yes, that that does make sense. Yeah, it, it it's interesting because they're kind of talking over each other in this mm-hmm. minute. So it's it's a little bit difficult to like tease out the different lines because there's so much disorientation. Which, you know, by design, because they're all disoriented. But yeah, it's interesting of, you know, Marty being like, Kurt, what the fuck? Like, what's happening? Dana being like, oh my God, like seeing that he's got blood on him. Like, where are you hurt? Is this all from you? And it's interesting. Mm -hmm. I really find this to be good acting too. And that Kurt's fighting Holden a little bit here. Like Mm -hmm. he's been running Mm -hmm. and he's still in that mode of having to like fight off. And so Holden's trying to kind of steady him, like get him up on his feet and steady him and kind of hold him so they can take a look at what's happening for him and like talk with him. And he's kind of fighting, Kurt's fighting Holden on that. And Holden's like, look, man, right. like you're okay. Like we're, we're here. You're okay. You can stop now. Of course. Right. But they don't know that the, there's like a whole bunch of these motherfuckers <laughs> outside. No, that's true. They don't know that there's another five undead there's an undead family converging so that's a thing but yeah i think the acting here is great from everybody the dialogue totally makes sense the action makes sense for what what just happened there's none of that like why would they do that right right everybody's acting pretty logically yeah yeah. it's totally 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 makes sense yeah and then the last thing i think we get is dana saying where's jules and then then the scene ends right there oh uh there's one more line actually oh Oh, she's she's gone gone. it's it's on the next page but yeah she's gone gotcha she's gone okay pretty gnarly yeah she be gone with that the bad news has been delivered it ain't gonna get any better (laughs) (laughs) so yeah pretty good little minute here is there anything else that you wanted to talk about regarding minute 47 of the cabin in the woods no i think i'm i'm complete on it how about yourself yeah i feel good it's 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 an action minute and um assuming you all have seen it you've seen and know the, the excitement and yeah if you have any comments about what you what you thought about this 
please let us know and reach out to us on Twitter and come visit us on Instagram. I'm a little more visual over there. I usually post about one or two posts uh, a week about whatever we're talking about and everything. And um, yeah, the Gabin in the Woods is <laughs> open 24-7. <laughs> go hang out there and post videos and post photos or your ideas and thoughts on it. So, uh, yeah, feel free to join us over there. But, um, yeah, I think that that's it for me. Cool. So thank you guys for showing up on this fine Wednesday, and we will see you back at the cabin. Thank you.